for asking welcome to the people's pitch podcast the official podcast of your minneapolis city soccer club slash stegman soccer club for the time being i am john and joining me as always is my partner in crime the wheelman to my getaway team mr nathan morales this pop popping cans popping tabs yep (laughs) nate we got loads going on um how are you doing man i'm doing Um, great and please you know, please. Sorry, before you before you you dive in here, please excuse the fact that I sound like I've smoked a whole carton of cigarettes today. Uh, <laughs> I I'm getting over like Everyone a cold. Everyone deals and with stress I, differently, John. Right. Well, I'm I'm getting over a cold, <laughs> and I played Stegman's Winter League last night, and I was just kind of directing traffic and yelling a lot, and so I lost my voice. Look at you uh, now. Perfect time for a podcast. Right. Perfect time to yeah talk for an hour straight. <laughs> It's game um, week, John. It's been a while since we've had a game week. I'm feeling good, man. I know. We're, I wish we're, uh, I wish I had some visibility into what would happen on Sunday. Yeah. Yes. We'll get into that. We, we'll get into Sunday. Um, but it's been quite some time for the club since. Um, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> it's it's not been a quiet time for the club since last time we uh, you folks joined us. In fact, we have so many great topics for all of you to vibe with this week. Um, we dropped some new kit options and blew up the internet for a few days. Yep. So unless you're a complete idiot, you you know what I'm talking about. We hosted our annual open tryout a few weeks ago, which we'll talk a little bit about. And we play a kind of important game, like you mentioned, on Sunday. And what comes with... Uh, with that are some details on the match that we'll go through in everyone's new favorite segment, Nate's old granddad rant of the week. Is it everyone's? <laughs> well, at least between the two of us, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no one else works on the show with us, so uh, I assume it's everyone. Everyone on the shows. Word. Put it that way. Um, so, topic one, we had a little kit party. Not necessarily a, a full-on party, but uh, we had an internet kit party. Nate, you are a member of City, correct? Yeah. So as a member, you got the sneak peek into some of the snazzy jerseys that uh, this here club uh, could be wearing for the next few years via the member voting process. Then the public got a hold of them, and before you know it, we just like break down the internet and all hell goes loose on like people <laughs> people subtweeting each other, arguing about the other person's decision on which one's better. There's a lot of and... heat out there. A lot of a lot of passion. Yes, uh, a lot of passion, and we'll get into these individually, and I mean, realistically, we're going to probably spend the majority of the show talking about these, um, but that's what the people want, apparently, mm-hmm. so um, so before we break those break down those options, let's talk about, and we, when we talk about our favorites, let's hear from uh, what some of the folks on Twitter did say. We, we, uh, we ripped out some of the uh, the tweets that came in, so at Dens, the founder um, of Stockade FC, said, these kits are... And then fire emoji. That's a uh, that's some good attention from De- Dennis Crowley, the uh, founder of Foursquare. Yes, the founder of Foursquare uh, is is a fan of us, and uh, we I, I'm a fan of his. I you know I bought some of their merchandise, so yeah. There, there you go, Dens. Uh, I'll actually be seeing him on December first when we go to the league meeting. So oh cool. Yeah, so I'll see uh, I'll see him there, and I'll, I'll thank him for his fire emoji. Yeah, man. Um, we'll make and friends then, now, John. <clears throat> Yeah, making making friends. It's gonna be Dan, Sarah, and myself, myself, Dennis, and then a whole bunch of Italians, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking soccer, Steve, soccer, yeah. Sam. What's his name? Well, and and Juan from VSLT. <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah. yeah, so always always a good time when Juan's there. Um, so at football form and fit, if you know who that is, not gonna drop a name there. Says oh, option three away is one of the best kits I have ever seen. And for those of you who don't know who that is, that is Brian Coleman, and he has seen quite a few kits in his day. So, <clears throat> good praise there as well. Um, at 
Metso13 said referring to option three away, which we'll talk about which one that is. This might just be the greatest jersey ever made in all of sport. Heavy praise from Mm -hmm. Metso13. Hopefully it's not a (laughs) 13-year-old. And then uh, at Golka, G-O-L-K-A said, at Minneapolis City, these are amazing. You should license the losers to the other clubs. Will be a shame that some of these won't see the pitch. So definitely taking offers if people are, are uh, considering that. And then finally, our, our friend Todd over at uh, the, our, our former favorite soccer podcast, Flacco Glass, that is no longer, simply said, those kits are electric. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess you could say people like us again, Nate. Sometimes they hate us. Sometimes they love us. Yeah, buddy. Nothing gets the Twitter love flowing. Like dropping a couple, five, six fresh kits on the world. <laughs> or you know? a new logo. <laughs> or a new logo or a new scarf or everything we've been doing uh, mm-hmm. in the merch department this off season. Hey, before we dive in, uh, I, I think I want to know, I'm sure the people want to know a few a few key things about how these kits came to being. Like what was the process that the team used to, to whittle it down to these six or to get to these six? Well, the process started with uh, kind of the brain trust of the club. Um, you know, myself, Dan, Nick, and Sarah just kind of going through our preferences. Kind of, kind of did like a vision board, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. of of what we liked that was currently out there, and we didn't want to, um, you know, completely, um, you know, rip off stuff that was already out there. We want to, you know, you know us, Nate. We want to be unique. Yeah. So um, we each kind of we. <laughs> We each we each brought to, to the table some some ideas that we had some options if you will and then we started talking about okay now we know what what the what 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 uh, zero is let's turn it up to a hundred and um, we started thinking of things outside the box like you know the well and we'll talk about what those are in a bit but we um, nothing that you see is is ordinary I mean, that's for sure. There's one jersey, you know, people are saying, like, it looks like Atlanta United. Well, Atlanta United, you stupid idiots, did not invent horizontal stripes. Or, sorry, (laughs) vertical stripes. (laughs) Like, you're a complete moron if you think that's the case. That looks like Braden Hove Albion. Yeah. That looks like (laughs) Sunderland. That looks like Newcastle. Right. It looks like Stegman's. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it was like, come on, people. Like, just understand that we we have so... Excuse me. Somewhat of a limited sandbox to play in with jersey options. You know, stimulus has been so great with uh, providing us almost a, a completely um, fresh canvas for these jerseys. Yeah. But you kind of have to like follow some script, right? Yeah. So, dude. so that's how we got we got started. Then it was on to you know how do we actually get the options going? So got the options going and uh, you know started mocking things up. And I think we we talked through probably about like. I mean, I loosely counted when I went back through the emails before we, we did the when we were doing the rundown for today, and it was it was something around like thirty or forty different things were said. Like, what about this? What about that? And uh, it, between the four of us, so you know, if you if you average that out, about ten ideas for each of us, and it boiled down to six, and uh, and six six good options, I think. So that sounds like a pretty uh, a collaborative working environment. <coughs> Did you guys all have a hand in, um, you know, moving around some pixels, or is there a mystery designer behind the scenes that was that was putting it all together? You know, I'm not going to name any names of uh, of the the designers that we had, mm. but because um, I don't want to leave anyone anyone unintentionally out. But we had a a group of I think three or four folks that provided options. Um, you know, and I mean, I, I will name drop one person, um, Matt Wolf, who did our throwback logo. Mm-hmm. Um, he threw some options in there as well. Um, uh, so, I mean, we had some some pedigree, you know, maybe a former uh, a former designer that you and I used to work with uh, was in there a little bit as well. Um, but we had about uh, I think it was like three or four folks that uh, that did the actual uh, graphic design for the for the options. Uh, so the, when I remember if we, when we went through this like two years ago already, the inaugural kits were pre- ended up pretty true to the mock-ups that, that we had looked at. I'm going to assume these are going to be as well. No yes. surprises. <clears throat> I know there, there will be surprises. Uh, there were the first time, 
uh, if you remember correctly, <clears throat> we you know we, we threw in like the city of lakes. Yep. And little, some like little little, little aesthetic flavor. design. Yeah, little little aesthetic design treatments that made them really um, truly unique. Mm-hmm. Cause if you look at the designs of our our last jerseys, pretty basic, right? Just yeah. white with black sleeves, pink with black sleeves. Really, it was just the the aggressive color change from white to black. And then our throwback being completely different from everything, um, intentionally, right? Because it's yeah. uh, it, it's it's a cup jersey. It's not it's not something you're gonna wear every week. Um, <clears throat> but there are gonna be little things that you'll notice that are that are gonna be on the jerseys that'll make them um, unique. And it's kind of like what you get when you know you you buy like the the off the street in Barcelona messy jersey that has like Barcelona spelled wrong in them. Um, but then you buy the actual like game day jersey, and oh, it's right. got it's got things in it, you know, like Manchester United. They have you know like um, forged in steel, like Forever United, where the the tag is on the inside, things like that. So little pieces you, of flair. Yeah, you'll see that you'll see that shining through on the on the final piece. But overall look and feel, um, color scheme and um, and design will be pretty much true to what you're seeing. Nice. So, John, you have. Uh... You're losing your voice, so yeah, I will. I am. <laughs> so, time for you to talk for a bit. So, I'm going to break down these options. Uh, of course, for all the people that have seen them, this will be old news, really. But uh, if you're just tuning in from across the pond, or you're just figuring out that that we're a, we're a thing, uh, you know, these are we're going to walk through these and maybe talk a little bit about the thought process that went into these designs. We'll start mm-hmm. with the home kits. Uh, of course, number the home kit number one. I think it's probably closest to our current, uh, our current design, right? It's yeah. still mostly all white. Uh, you still got black sleeves, but there's a little bit, a little bit of um, kind of gradient striping up above the shoulders or around the shoulder line. That I would say a adds, shoulder pad, kind of. Yeah. Okay. That adds a little, uh, and the upper chest that adds that adds some cool some cool flair. Uh, of course, we've used. And utilize the new Minneapolis City logo with the uh, black crow in the in the Pentagon, and uh, that's prominent both on the breast, as it were, and on the shorts. And we've got hoop socks, which I love. Uh, we've got the black and white <laughs> hoop socks, pretty rad. But like I said, pretty close to our current home option, right? Uh, with the same <clears throat> Summit logo, the same kind of all white for the most part uh, kit. I'm yep. into it. I think it's a. I think it's a safe option for people yep. that don't want to safety play. That, yep, that don't want to rock the boat. And you always got to give them. Uh, you always got to give them a safe one when you're presenting concepts, don't you, John? Yep, you got to give them what they want first. <laughs> Our second option, <laughs> in my opinion, is a genius representation of a frequently overlooked Minneapolis landmark. I think um, if you're in on the if you're in on the joke, as it were, if you're in on the story, like it's a real, real cool story. It's really. It's really, uh, it's really kind of makes you feel like a like a homer, like one of us. And if you're not, if you don't really get it, or if you don't care, like that's fine because it still looks cool. So this one is an all white, all white kit on the top, except for uh, an interpretation of a sash, and it is kind of a diagonal line that goes from shoulder down to uh, down to the kind of the middle of the bottom, and it's fanning out from it to the left and to the right are a number of. Uh, skinnier diagonal lines and what that is is the martin olaf sabo bridge it's a bridge that i drive under every day and i saw this design and i didn't even connect i didn't connect the dots until until someone yeah. told me what yep. it was like there's a amazing uh, newer bridge in minneapolis that uh is i think the greenway bridge that connects uh eastern and western minneapolis via the bike greenway the walking in and biking trail and this bridge is beautiful. It's well lit at night with cool lights, um, but architecturally it's very, very interesting. And I think we captured a really uh, iconic portion of it in this sash interpretation. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, if you look back to, you know, just city folklore of old, um, you know, just our font choice is the Fauché font. So we started out kind of the homage to the city with our our font treatment and a lot of people you know chris creamer creamed all over himself hating on our logo um but if you look at it deeper from a minnesota perspective you see that the oldest skyscraper in the city we were taking the font from that and we use it in our logo and it was it was intentionally done 
to pay tribute to the city that we play in. Yeah. And this is just our further, our, our visual interpretation um, of, or, and our design interpretation of how we would continue to, to kind of follow suit. I think it's great. I think it's, like I said, a, a really genius interpretation of it. Uh, the, <clears throat> the crest on the, uh, on the kit is an all black in- version of our crow in the Pentagon. So it's just a black Pentagon with a black crow inside of it. Of course, there's a white outline so you can separate the crow from the Pentagon. Uh, and the shorts are the same as the other one, just black shorts with our crow and Pentagon. And then the socks are all white in contrast, which I like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, number three, uh, I guess for the third one, is it's clean, but it's got some nice accents that I want to touch on. Again, back to the hoops, which I love. The socks are uh, black and white hoops, a lot more white than black. The black is skinnier than the, uh, than the white is in option one. Um, the shorts are all black, and the only Minneapolis City logo is just the white crow uh, in reverse, which I like. I think that's <laughs> yeah, a cool, in that's reverse, a cool yep. touch. Yep. And, then, and also uh, the, the yeah the plaid sleeves, yep. And the kit ha- itself is just the black crow, yeah. And I can't tell from this if there is like a faint pentagon outline or not. But otherwise, it's just the black crow, which I like, and the alternate summit logo. So it's more the summit logo that you're likely to see. Um, I guess the classic summit logo before mm-hmm. they before they redid it. Or no, that's that's still their updated one. It's their updated one. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's still got um, the wheat though. Where in the other ones, we just took the name of the beer. In mm-hmm. kind of that uh, chevron that goes, that, yep. that points upward. In this one, we're using their uh, their full logo. Yep. And actually, um, one thing I didn't note too is that um, this year, something that we did differently was we went, um, we worked with Summit before we finished our options to make sure that we were using, um, we were working in concert with what they're coming out with yeah. for that with, with their logo. So um, that was different than, than in the past where we just um, we just took a logo and used it took where an asset that they had yeah yeah took an asset this time we, we worked with their um, their marketing team and 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 really kind of honed in on each option that we could potentially have um, you know making sure that we're we're not going too far outside the box to, to because we are a sub brand of theirs you know being that they're a, a partner of ours so mm-hmm. um, we needed to make sure we were uh, following those standards Nate you know oh, them yeah. well yep and you mentioned the the, the hoops on the sleeves, the the kit is for the most part more white than any of the others, I guess, except for uh, except for the sleeves have three hoops per sleeve, and those hoops are plaid, so they're gray and black plaid that that ring uh, that ring around the arm. Pretty cool, pretty cool little touch. Can't mm-hmm. wait to see what other little touches come on those. Yep, if it gets selected. <laughs> uh, so our second option, I think, from what I saw on Twitter, number two has been getting. A lot of chatter, a lot of love. People, especially if you're from Minneapolis, people are really geeking out over that. And mm-hmm. uh, and I, but I think I'd be happy with any of these three kits. And the opinion on the internet is the same. All three are amazing, but the ones that are really breaking the internet are our away kits. And yep. part of that is because <laughs> you know we had to keep the pink. We kept that pink in effect. So we and we rolled with it in in uh, in some fresh new ways. So the first yes, option. Did. So the first option in the away kits kind of harkens back, like you said, John, to Stegman's, to old Stegman's kits. Mm-hmm. Um, number one is a vertical striped little number that uh, alt- of alternating pink and black. And yes, we. I love I love a lot of pink, man. I first of all I don't. <laughs> first of all, I was a little bummed that we're going away from the solid pink that we had that we've had in the last couple of years because I think it does make a statement. Uh, for us to show up and, and win on the road in pink, which we tend to do. Sorry, I'm still I'm still stuck on you saying I love a lot of pink. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, yeah. but those, those the, the pink kit this year, you know, tone the pink back, kind of uh, a lot more black coming through, which is cool. Uh, mm-hmm. So we've got the black and pink alternating horizontal stripes, black summit logo, and our standard crest with the crow and the Minneapolis City uh, shorts are the same. Just black shorts, Minneapolis City crest, and all black socks. So I like that we kept this thing just straight up black and pink with only a little bit of white where we needed to in the Summit logo or on our crest or the Twin Cities or Twin Cities Orthopedics logo. Mm-hmm. Number yep. two, man, away number two. I saw the club call Stealth Mode, which is just sweet. It is an all black kit 
with horizontal pink pinstripes and a pink summit logo there is no white on this kit anywhere that i can see and i think it is just money the only uh the like i said the only writing or the only lines that you'll see on the on this kit are are pink and they're very thin like real thin mm-hmm. horizontal lines all the way up and down the kit and including the socks even the logo whether it's a summit logo or the minneapolis city logo is just traced in pink um this is cool i love the yeah. stealth mode idea i do too it's um you know i don't want to necessarily tip a tip a any clues to whose design it was but this um this look also goes back to stegman's history um, in our second year, we actually had black jerseys that had a thin gold strip across them. Mm. Um, some Nike jerseys that are still kind of making their way around men's recreational soccer in Minnesota. Uh, but those themselves uh, were they were our, our cup jerseys for our our second year of Stegmans, and um, and everyone loved those. And we were thinking, how do we how do we bring that back into the fold because I mean, I loved them, um, and and everybody involved in the in the team at that time loved them, and we're thinking, how do we how do we throw some city flavor onto that? And and we did. We you know every like you said, everything is subtly pink, um, and and calling it you know the stealth mode, having the black shorts and black socks is just it's just pretty cool. Yeah. So while number two is kind of the kit that I I wish would win for a way, I think number three is the kit that I think will win based on people's responses online. And it is the full Lumberjack. We're talking pink and black plaid. Uh, It's being praised all up and down the internet as as super original, first of all. And while it's a little, personally, I think it's a little over the top, uh, we will definitely stand out as much as we do now in our all pinks if this one gets chosen. Well, us being over the top, that's weird. Yeah. I just you just don't <laughs> see you just don't see plaid kits. Nope, you don't. And uh so why not why not be the be the people that do it? <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I think it it's 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 the popular vote, but um it's also kind of the most um like you said, over the top out there version of, of a jersey. And um, you know, part of you know, part of us doing this process is, you know, giving the the fans what they want because they're they're part of the, the process. But also, like, what what would sell the best, right? You know, and <laughs> yep. you know, like, part of it is making money, right? Yeah, man. And you know, you don't have to hide it. It's it's part of the deal. Um, but you know, that one, I believe, you'll see around town if it wins, and you'll see a lot of it around town. And it, it, so. it's kind of, um, it's kind of also one that you could see outselling like a Minnesota United jersey because they're so basic. Mm-hmm. And, John, and you, I think you could start seeing those pop up. Yeah, if there's any question that Minneapolis City is run by advertising executives and advertising professionals, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think those questions can be put to bed by this amazing selection and how. Um, how much attention they've been getting over the last two days. So if you haven't seen these yet, listeners, uh, make sure to head over to twitter.com. I think you may have heard of it. If you want to vote, you need to be a member. So make sure you, uh, you sign up for your membership at Minneapolis city, SC, MPLS city, SC.com. The winning kits are going to be announced November 24th, and they should be available to pre-order immediately thereafter. Yep, and then we will have a uh, a membership event, I believe, early December, where you can uh, come pick those up. So cool. Um, and you know, we'll like most of our 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 events like that. You'll have some uh, some summit beer flowing. You'll have some players out there talking to fans, oh. and uh, it should be a, a good old time. Do you remember the kit reveal event from two years ago, John? Mm-hmm. Are we our do live podcast like event? We could. Yeah, that was we... so great. We should do that. We could, man. We could do a live podcast again, and uh, and maybe have a little bit of a reveal. We'll talk to the to the folks that uh, that run the club with myself, and we'll see what we can do. But Nate, what's your favorite? You know, uh, you talked about it briefly, but um, you know, options for home. Which, which one? Which one did you vote for? Uh, I'm not gonna. I think number two is my favorite. I think, like I said, it's just a real quirky, real interesting way of representing the city that means something to the people that live here, but still looks good enough that if you don't live here, you can you can proudly wear it. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. And then what about Away? Away, uh, I had to go with Stealth Mode, man. Number two across the board. I think it's just, uh, it's original. I really like the the amount of pink in number one. Like I said, number three, I felt for me was a little over the top. But Stealth Mode just is cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I um, I I did not vote because uh, I have not bought my membership yet for the year. Um, <laughs> but I will be, and uh, and it's, it was too much pressure. I I, I thought. I don't want to be in charge of uh, of all this pressure in my life. Of all people, so, I'm surprised that you didn't take advantage of the lifetime membership the team offered when they start when they started up. Yeah, well, you know that $350 <laughs> price tag. I know, right? And now uh, that's never gonna get offered again. Now that I right. think about it, like, oh man, I should probably do that. <laughs> right, exactly. Too but too late. Oh. Maybe we'll reopen that again. Not a bad you idea. know, maybe maybe um we'll reopen it with inflated prices. So. Uh, well, John, <laughs> It'll still. Still be a deal, but um, but no, I, I would say the ones that I like, I I actually prefer option three white. Um, okay. It, uh, and the reason why I say that is I am a fan of the plaid, but I'm really a fan of the plaid sleeve. Um, yeah. I, I think it's just enough that uh, you know it provides it provides something cool, and it's a, a clean white jersey, and I really like how the logo is treated on that one, and uh, I like the the, the complimentary socks to that one and um i don't think it's gonna win but i i like that one and then for away um i'm stealth mode all the way yeah cool you gotta vote your heart man mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about i love uh, so much pink <laughs> about guys that are wearing and want to wear the you got a lot of pink in your heart guys yeah. that want to wear or are wearing uh, our current jersey we had our annual open trial open tryout recently john and let's give the people some background on this what is our open tryout and how does the organization approach it like what role does it play in our roster building sure well the first year it played a huge role in in putting the whole roster together (laughs) because everybody was an open tryout so (laughs) you know like guys like uh you know wexler and and matt elder and nate engel and um, you know, Samo and all the, all the guys that, uh, you know, that you, uh, you, you've come to know you, and love, you've come to know and love. Yeah. I was looking, looking for the right, searching for the right words there. Um, <clears throat> but as we moved into the, into year two, that the open tryout is a way for us to provide, um, a chance for people who we maybe have not had an opportunity to see play, um, you know, sign up and, and come out for the staff. And, you know, there it's, it's interesting because a lot of people in the soccer community look at a tryout where you're paying money to go, you know, showcase your skills, um, you know, for, for a club as a, a downside. It, it, it look, they look at it as a cash grab. You're just trying to get, make money for the club. And, you know, it, it, in our eyes, the um, the open tryout, you know, a cost associated with that is for us to be able to rent the time and uh, indoor to be able to have the tryout and and the field time as we we we've, we've opened up our books for everyone to see and and renting field time is is one aspect of our budget that I wish would just go away if we had the opportunity to buy a place and, and just yeah. pay it off with things like this as we move forward. Um, then you get into the fact that we would make money on the, on the back end of it. But as of right now, it's, <clears throat> it's, it's solely based on for casting a wider net on player personnel. And, um, you know, and we, we push a social media campaign behind it and we run some advertising for it because we really want to try to get it out there to as many people as possible to try to see if we can un- unearth that next level of talent that we we don't know about that's coming through the MIAC or is a, a high school player that is going to a Division One school or a former professional that lives here. So yeah. it's it, it, it truly is our chance to, to cast a, a wider net. Well, I mean, I have to assume that, once again, there is going to be a lot of competition for these roster spots. So, you know, the, the net has been cast, but... How many fish are we really going to catch? Well, you know, we talked to the guys um, that that you know came through in the uh, in the process, and we basically told them that you know as of January, from January first of of this year, we've had two hundred to two hundred fifty in- inquiries, um, and that includes current roster players um, that w- pe- of people who want to be part of the club and mm-hmm. want to be on the team, and that's a lot. Does that include? 
players from clubs that we played over the summer that walked up to you and said, hey, how can I join? Uh, it does include some of those players. <laughs> um, and that's just part of the process, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, free agency is a thing in American sports. And uh, no one's tied to uh, to contracts um, in the MPSL like they would be in, say, like a higher level league. But, um, you know, we don't go out to poach players, but many of them from other teams have come to us. And um, they've offered themselves up. Yep, exactly. And a few of those folks were at our tryout. And um, and a few of those folks will be coming out, um, that you know, to, to train with us as we move into the winter that weren't able to make the tryout. So. Yeah. Um, or guys that were injured during the tryout process. So, you know, you look at it as um, there's 250 some people who want one of 26 spots. So we told the guys that came out that, you know, there may not be one person from that, that group that came out for the, for the tryout that makes the team. However, um, we've seen in the past that, that players do come through those, tryouts for us and surprise you excuse me and we look we look for those guys and we give we give players from our trials opportunities to um, if we identify something special an opportunity to further um, you know prove themselves with the current group of players we have on our roster so whether it be you know guys that came out through the open cup process or guys that um, were currently on on the on the roster you know these guys that we're we're selecting from the open tryout process. Their next step is to come in and play against, you know, the proven talent, if you will, of the guys that are that are currently on the roster. Nice. And uh, and we do have some of those. Uh, did you get a chance? One of the things that I think would fascinate me the most out of this is if you get any opportunities to see some of what like the youth of Minnesota has to offer. Like. Were you getting high school kids coming out just to see what a tryout was like and to see how they stacked up against against a team like Minneapolis City? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I think the youngest person to come try out, um, we, we cap it off at 16, and the oldest was 40. Um, uh, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying not, not to embarrass anyone, but um, yeah, the oldest person was 40. And um, yeah, we, you, know, you, get, you actually get more of the younger folks. Because the college players are away, yep. so um, they the college players that that aren't in town, um, they really have they're in their season as well. So we know of them, you know, we know the guys we we want to identify through the college ranks. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but this is an opportunity for the the men's league type player, the guy uh, the the young professional who uh, may, maybe would have moved here for a job after they graduated and, and is looking for a place to play. Um, all the way up to uh, or down to um, you know the high school kids who who want to be part of the future of the club and you've used you've used these uh, trials in the past to identify some of those high school kids and mm-hmm. assign them into our you know quote developmental academy where they'll yep. have those opportunities to play against higher level competition like the Des Moines menace like Minnesota United in secret in secret games things like that um, <laughs> any 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 anyone coming uh coming to mind or you don't have to name any names but were there any kids uh high school kids that really impressed you there were actually um you know from an age perspective the majority of the guys that uh i believe will move on were um were, were guys like in in the early 20s yep. um but there were um there was uh one high school junior and one high school 2b senior that um <clears throat> 2b junior and 2b senior that um I, I, you know, we haven't quite finalized out what we're looking for yet. Yeah. Um, that'll be coming through shortly. If you're, if you came out to the trout and you're listening, you will be contacted shortly. It's taking a little bit longer because we, um, we're taking a little bit more of a critical eye into what we're looking for instead of just going after, you know, the best player available. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at specific things we need. Yeah. Versus, I mean, just um, like last year you were, you know, I remember you were saying you were trying to fill certain needs, like. Some yeah. positions are wide open, or not wide open, but some positions have an opening, and some positions do not. Right. So you don't want to you don't want to ever take a, a special talent and tell them no because sorry you can't be part of this. We we've done that in the past, and it's kind of bit us a little bit where we've passed on players because we thought we had something different from our current guys. Yep. So we're just taking a little bit of time to to think through that a little bit more. Um, but you know. 
yes, you know, there there are positions of need, and and we're gonna use these types of tryouts to try to fill those positions of need. Are you uh in the in the event that you do find someone who, God, we really loved him, but we just can't we can't fit him on the Minneapolis City squad. You know, would you approach them and say we've got a spot for you on on the Stegman's top team, and if you know if the opportunity arises, you can you can move up to Minneapolis yeah. City. Have you been Have you been in these meetings? No, it's I was just weird no, this that is, you. Uh... This is a, this is an ad libbed question. It is. Um, <laughs> that's one hundred percent the the plan, and that's also part of why we're dragging our feet a little bit. It might seem is because we're trying to identify are there spaces for talent that might not be there um, or when we bring them into the next round of, of, you know, testing their skills against some of the proven talent, where would they fit in so we can keep them in the, in the system? Yeah. And uh, so it's, it's a little more difficult now that we're more established and, you know, technically our Stegman's team is in the finals of the amateur round of the open cup right now. So <laughs> yeah. um, it's not like we're just going to be like, Hey, you're kind of good. Come on in, you know? So right. we have to, we have to look at roster needs there as well. And as well as our division two and our division division three Stegman's teams, where some of these guys could, you know, continue to be under the umbrella, uh, but also playing elsewhere if they, if they, they choose to, um, and, but still keeping uh, on our radar by being part of the parent club. So we, we are going to look at MASL more this season as an, a, a further opportunity for not only these new guys, but our existing players, uh, an opportunity to get more game minutes. Yeah. Hey, man, this year, any big surprises that you saw? You don't have to, again, don't name names, but like any big surprises this year, like Max Kent was to you last year? Well, it's, yes. I mean, it. I, I would say Max, Max was a huge revelation out of our last open tryout. But, I mean, if you look back at the, the other players that have come through the open you mean tryout first process. first-year Mayak team member Max Kent? Or first team? Uh, first team, yeah. First Max team, Kent? all Mayak. Yep. All Mayak. Um, really the only good player on the team, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, there are. But, I mean, if you look at the guys that we've had in the past, um, Javi came through in the open tryout. Uh, Will Kidd came mm-hmm. through in the open tryout. You know, um there are definitely some potential future <clears throat> starters that <clears throat> came through this process. Nice. Uh, and I'll, I'll kind of leave it at that. Um, but they have to prove themselves still. So, yeah. um, but yes, there's some younger talent that if it doesn't work out with them this year, um, where you'd have to think though, that in a, a roster size of, you know, 26 to 30 that we could potentially sign that uh, we couldn't find a game for some of that talent that's younger I'll uh, going to the cross on a Wednesday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that uh, that some of these younger players can 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 come yeah. in and train and then and then get that vital game time against some of the lesser competition in our division. Um, but you know it's a results driven society, Nate. So you got to put the best players out there. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and if uh, if if the best player at any given time is sixteen or eighteen years old, they're gonna play. It is what it, it is what it is. I suppose. Yep. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, this gives this will give you a little insight into me. This is why I love playing, uh, like, the, the crappiest teams on career mode, like, and building <laughs> them up, is because it's more fun for me to see, like, the young guys come into a squad and develop into veterans and really come into their own than, it is, sell them. than it is <laughs> and then sell them, right? Yeah. But then it is to, like, bring in the flashy free agent or, or the, big, the big money transfer uh, and that's just kind of how that's just the kind of guy I am. So I I love this process and I think it's super exciting. When can I expect to hear some signing announcements? Um, I think we're gonna we're gonna take our time with signings. We uh, in in the past we've we've made them very quickly after the season. Um, it's not to say that any existing guys should be shaking in their in their cleats, but um, we're gonna be fostering more competition this year, and um, and part of that process is us just evaluating our, our full player pool mm-hmm. and getting them all together to play against each other. You got a lot of shit on your plate too, so it's not like you can Yeah, it's not like we're just yeah, right, yeah. We're not rushing into signing any players right now, but we're also not letting any players just go. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, you'll you'll start seeing some signings of some familiar names coming through. And I mean, a lot of those guys are currently in the process of trying to win an Open Cup game this weekend. Yeah. So you know, it is what it is. But yes, you'll see you'll see some coming through soon. Cool. So, friends, we've introduced this last show, and it's back. So without further Freddy ado, this is the Nate Morales Old Granddad Rant of the Week. You might not know this, but I've been enjoying some Old Granddad whiskey. So have I. Old kinda... Granddad bourbon. Yeah, throughout the course It, it complements a Summit Winter Ale, f- finally. Yes, it does. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just going to come out and say it, John. Fuck the Rochester River Dogs. Or, or the Lancers. Or whatever. This goddamn draw has been a hassle <laughs> since we were since you and I were on the bus ride home from Aurora. Like we had a little huddle immediately. in the back. Immediately yeah. 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 As soon as we won and we're thinking about what's next, we had a little huddle in the back of the bus and Sarah, I think, called it. We're gonna get drawn away and the US Open Cup isn't gonna give any shits that whoever we draw is gonna basically be incompetent. Like imp- like completely unable to host a team. We just called it, and we we maybe cursed ourselves. And lo and behold, the Rochester River Dogs are those incompetent assholes. First of all, John, they didn't even have their field sorted out from what I've from what I've heard, right? So we have to play outside in the. I mean, it's in the snow. Yeah. Like yep. forecast for Sunday is thirty five degrees and snow showers. So if you thought standing in the in the in the cold mist in Aurora was bad. Just wait till we go to Rochester. That's going to be garbage. But but thankfully, you guys have been training outside uh, all month, so hopefully the guys are used to it. Well, yeah, by design, because we knew we were getting screwed. So. Yeah. We asked these guys, the Lancers, the River Cats, to borrow a few soccer balls, right? Since, you know, the team is flying out to Rochester and really can't, uh, really can't pack balls away like that. And they said, eh, we've only got eight balls, so we can use four of them. What, which is insane to me because, John, I feel like you personally have at least a dozen soccer balls to your name. I'm looking right now at four of them. Olin is, <laughs> Olin is 10 years old, and I know we have eight soccer balls in the garage. <laughs> so the Rochester Rivercats have, at le- have, have the amount of soccer balls as a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> It took it took these guys fucking forever to get this game moved because I know there was some back and forth, right? As far as like how do we get there? When do we get there? They well, want an indoor to, team playing on Saturday and Right, and they've got all these schedules to, to work out. I'm sure they've got some roster issues to work out. The guys that are gonna play in two things. But like we're like, guys, we just don't want to take work off on Monday because we're all uh, um adults and if we are not prof- not professional soccer players. So you know, it took them forever to at least accommodate that request. But as it is, if we go into overtime, we're going to have to, I mean, the team's going to have to roll right from the pitch, like shower and go to the airport, like as fast, like home alone style to catch the flight. <laughs> like, can I, Kevin, <laughs> we're going to, who are we going to leave behind? Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Kevin. <Hook. laughs> I would write, I would ordinarily, I would write this off, man, as like just another <clears throat> amateur team be an amateur stumbling through life with their thumbs up their asses. But this is like an established organization. The Rochester Lancers now are a professional indoor soccer team, just like the Des Moines menace, just like the, the, the rampage. Right? So this shit is just like inexcusable. You only have eight balls. That is bullshit. You are a lying bullshit team, but maybe, you know what? Maybe they, maybe they do only have eight balls and maybe all the team's money comes from the top and it flows right back to the top. Maybe it's all, maybe it's all a scheme because they're they're really nice soccer balls. And then that would make sense. (laughs) Their owner, their head coach, uh, Doug Miller, he owns and runs the Doug Miller soccer Academy, which is an amazing name that if I were a parent would inspire confidence in me, it wouldn't sound like it was run out of some guy's backyard at all. They, they play at the Doug Miller family sports park, which again, sounds like a prime place to get molested and it and it actually in real life doubles as a paintball course and a tubing hill (laughs) and then there's the the owner and the marketing director salvatore soccer sam fantuazo he is the pizza magnate of upstate new york their their press release when 
when they rebranded as Lancers, they made it a point to mention that he owns over 30 pizza shops in the Rochester area, just in case you're the kind of person that fills their pants over that kind of, like, bullshit. <laughs> this fucking guy, he looks like a washed-up pro wrestler fell through a time portal out of, like, a B-52s video in 1995, and he landed in Lake Ontario. <laughs> so this guy, he's, he's a great addition to the club. I guess he's been around soccer for a while, so he's probably a great addition to the club. Um, yeah, and all, all joking aside, like he 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 does know the game, um, despite all the things that you mentioned. Um, and I'm really trying not to laugh here, but oh but, my god, I mean, you're cracking me up, dude. But what's killing me is that he when they rebranded um, from the very minor league sounding River Dogs with a Z to a historically historical uh, historically meaningful name, like around those parts, I guess the Lancers are the Lancers were around for a long time in the 70s and 80s. They're like the the strikers. The uh, of course, this guy as only a guy who goes by Soccer Sam and who wears black and white checkered blazers and like wrap around fucking sunglasses could do. He sucked all the class from that move by also <laughs> announcing the the Lancers dancers like the official cheerleading uh, squad of a soccer team. Like what kind of trash ass <laughs> soccer team has a cheerleader? This is disgusting. This team is disgusting and I hate it. Fuck this club. I hope we kick the frozen boogers off their noses. He's going to uh, suck. And that folks <laughs> was the, uh, the Nate Morales old granddad rant of the week. And man, was it pointed. Um, I'm sure there's backlash coming from that one, but, Welcome. um, <laughs> game time is game time is noon central, John, but there's no stream because we're lucky. There's even a field to play on or so, soccer balls to play. With. Yeah. So you got to watch social media for game day updates. I guess I'm going to be glued to my Twitter machine. I hope you uh-huh. guys are too. Oh man. Wow. Nate, that was a good one. Um, I don't really know how, how, how to respond to that. Um, all joking aside, um, they do have quality in their side, and we're really going to have to play a good game in order for us to advance. Um, so definitely want to put that out there that <laughs> despite what you said, they actually do have quality players, and, and they can win a soccer game. So Yes, even though they finished uh, third in their in their NPSL division just like we did with a similar record, uh, similar percentage, <laughs> they play two less games than we do uh, in their season for some reason because they have one less team, I think. Um, these, Like you said, these guys, they're – they have an indoor professional soccer team that I'm sure they're going to be pulling some decent players from. So, sidebar, what would our dance team be called? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like our dance team is the Grumpy Cats. <laughs> it's I'm just sure. a really bad dance team. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> they're, they, they refuse the dance. <laughs> <laughs> they just drink. <laughs> I mean, uh, if we, we, we can, you know, people don't really co- comment on our shows, but if you're listening and you want to respond to us, yeah, please. what our dance team's what, what name would be. What would the Minneapolis City dance team be called? Because we were going up against someone with the Lancers dancers. <laughs> I mean, they really nailed the branding on that one. We'll give them credit for that. Marketing oh, man! Wow. Wow. So that's all for tonight's show. Thank you as always <laughs> to our sponsor, Summit. Hey, we love you, Summit. Uh, we love your logo. We love you on our kits. We love you in our bellies. It's getting colder outside <laughs> and you got to warm up with the delicious summit winter ale. It is so delicious. We've been enjoying tonight. Get on down to your bar or your liquor store and partake. Minneapolis city memberships for 2018 are available. Now $50 is going to get you a vote on those kits. If you hurry up and act now, it's going to get you a ticket to every home game, any home U S open cup games. If we qualify, uh, and we go through till next year. The games will start in May. And, of course, give you a 2018 member scarf, a member card, and a place at the table in Soccer Valhalla. you got to make it happen if you haven't yet. Uh, this is the cheapest it's going to be and so much value. Head over to MPLSCitySC.com and check it out. We love to give back, and we need the help and support of you, the people. So if you're looking to align yourself with a fine group that loves to give back, you are in luck because Minneapolis City is a 501c3 that does good on and off the pitch. Make sure you get your donations in before the end of the calendar year so you can write off those sweet, sweet tax deductions. Consider giving to the club that gives back. If you want to get a hold of us, we've made it easy. Go ahead and let us know uh, at the People's Pitch on Twitter or through email 
at mcscpodcast at gmail.com. What Dancer, mini- dance team. Yep, what the <laughs> Minneapolis City dance team would be called. All questions, comments, and concerns are, of course, welcome uh, besides that. And finally, as always, hit the club up at mplscitysc, especially if you're uh, from Rochester and you're unhappy with what I said. That is all for this week. We have something new for you guys to tap your toes to, as the kids like to do. Uh, our new house MC. This is the one, the only current Minneapolis City player, Miles Stockman Willis. Uh, he goes by uh, Miles in his in his rap career. This is a track off his soon to be released EP. This is called Moves, and it is produced by something called the 808 Mafia. Thank you for being our people, people. I am Nate. That is John. We are out of here. Eat shit, River Rats. <laughs> you got hooked. Motherfucker, just trust the process. Uh. All these dudes do is talk, so I'm not that talkative. No. Too busy hitting blunts to my body, deprived of oxygen. Yes. Solo dolo anonymous, skill is real like I'm Solomon. I'm confident that we ain't the same like a homonym. We're not. My girl just woke up looking like she modeling. Feet up on the ottoman, about to feel her collagen. In times of division and negatives, be positive. Since a teenager, did it major like a college major? Thought I was the dean, getting debits, yet yeah, feel scheduled. 16's worth 18 credits, got credentials. Wallet filled, cream cheese, lettuce, bills, presidential. Burning gas, unleaded, embedded in the mental. I'm a rare thug, give the bag a bear hug. Take the Donald's daughter and make her vacuum my prayer rug. Falling excessive through 20. 24s on a room, but equipped with extra batteries, cause I got rooms, bruh. Boss among bosses, never have to be debriefed. Not a man of many words, all my sentences are brief. Give a rapper a halo, I'm like Commander Chief. Have the music lit the way that I be decoding beats. Body coated all in Gucci, lungs coated with the key. Styling on y'all with the Stalin. Clorox wipes for the sneaks. About to explore her sheets. Broke, I can't afford to be. Smoking on a Christmas wreath. Wrist look like a coral reef. Ballet tried to kill himself the way he's suicidal. I appear in the club like I'm scuba diving. Fly no autopilot. Making moves in private. Treat her like I don't need her. My main bitch. More like a sidekick Can't wait to meet my maker Can't wait he then become the savior Shawty thinks that I can save her Cause I never shop at Savers But the way she sucking on me Thought I was a lifesaver Never get blue balls Only blue on me is on the paper Soul blacker than Kodak Throwback in a throwback Cut me down I just grow back Giving facts and you know that Ride it like she on horseback Life a movie like Bojack All this lean on me no fat Pimping shit sipping cognac With a big old rock Resting on my nuts Got me doing pinky ups three bills on the custom chucks thinking about haters wishing there was a new emoji thinking about my ice wishing i had a zamboni fiending for the power demaculis sitting on the throne meditating in a mandala made out of cobblestone get a million dollars couple friends that i could probably phone turn the crib to the middle east the way i'm getting stoned bros in my zone always alone future sown in my bones leapfrogging over stepping stones to each his own but boy you better check your tone my life a work in progress till i'm shining like construction cones so incredible that they still waiting for the sequel like a scaling triangle cause i don't really have no equal Look at the money like high bay, grind until I say high sway. sway. Doing me like do ray in a supreme north face. Get to home base, no foreplay. None. Asshole in my aura, flow is swimming like orcas. Freely wink, call me Oprah. Have my mom's off the coast up. Brazil yeah. chilling with Costa. What? Rudy what? drink on her coast up. Yes. Uh, out all that what? Oprah. <laughs> I got the moves. I got the moves. You finna lose. You finna lose. I make beginners lose. Beginners yeah. lose. I make the masters lose. Masters yeah. lose. I make the legends lose. Game lose. I got the moves.